In the last few weeks, a few things happened to me. Most of these things were good things. And one of them is that through some miracle, I got three Rails World tickets. One through some Rails Magic. And the last two through Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout selected a few podcasters to live podcast at, at Rails World. So you'll be seeing me at Rails World doing some podcasting with a few other Rails, Ruby and Rails podcasters. And what Buzzsprout did is that they gave us two tickets, two tickets, one for us, uh, ourselves, and then the other tickets to give out to our listeners. By the way, if you haven't checked out Buzzsprout, I think you should, you should check them out. They have everything you need if you want to start a podcast. So, uh, yeah, so that's how I got these two tickets. And that means that I have in total three tickets, one I've given out already, and I have one more to give out. The way I gave the first one out was that I asked people to follow uh, Rails, the Rails Changelog's uh, Twitter account, which is twitter.com slash railschangelog. If you're not following me, you should follow me on Twitter. Because from time to time, you'll be getting some goodies like Rose World tickets and whatnot. So what I did was um, I asked I asked uh, Rubyist to retweet a tweet that I posted on Twitter and then just follow the account. That's it. And then I used a Ruby script to sample out a winner. If you're still looking to get yourself a Rails World ticket, I have the last ticket to give out and all you need to do is to respond to a tweet on twitter.com slash railschangelog. You're going to find a tweet that I'm asking for people to respond to that tweet with their favorite Rails feature. The feature with the most likes wins. It's as simple as that, except that I wouldn't want people to use bots because that's um, unethical to say the least. There are only two hard things in computer science. Cache invalidation and naming things. This is a quote by Phil Carlton. I've I've particularly had lots of problems with the second hard thing, which is naming things. And it appears I'm not the only person who has problems with naming things. Apparently, Basecamp also has problems with naming things. And a few months ago, they released a deployment tool called Mrs. K or Mask or MRSK. I've always had problems with this name. What happened is that Mrs. K is no more Mrs. K. Um, MRSK is now Kamal, which is an Arabic name. The origins of this name is somewhere in a PR that I'll link to if you want to find out more about it. But MRSK or Mask is no more MRSK. It's now Kamal, which for me, I think is a good thing because anytime I see MRSK, like, is this an acronym? How do I pronounce it? Um, what's the meaning of these letters? Like, uh, uh, this this name, like, tra- traumatized me. So, in a way, I'm very happy that, uh, of this name change. The name, the new name is Kamal. Kamal for me is um, easy to type. It sounds um, better in my opinion. And I, I'm not really surprised 
that Basecamp thought that MRSK would be a good name. And like, Mask is a very popular shipping company. So if you have a tool that you call MRSK, um, I mean, like it's only logical. Everyone will understand that it's a shipping tool. It's a um, deployment tool. So like sort of the name fitted in so many ways, but I didn't like the name in the first place. This is the only time that I'm saying I didn't like the name. Um, but yeah, that's it. I'll link to the GitHub uh, PR that changes the name. And what I'm reading around about this name change is that this could probably be a copyright issue. And if it's a copyright issue, then it means I do not understand copyright law at all. Because if you look at the spelling M-A-E-R-S-K, I would never say that it's in any way related to M-R-S-K. So if this truly is a copyright issue, then how do they how do they get Basecamp to change their name? So this is something I I think I would be interested in. Maybe I should learn more about copyright laws and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's it. Uh, Mask is no more Mask. Mask is now Kamal. I'd like to tell you now about our newest sponsor, AppSignal. AppSignal has been around since 2013 and they offer a comprehensive monitoring for Ruby applications, including error tracking, performance insights, server metrics, uptime monitoring, logging, and so much more. AppSignal is easy to set up and works seamlessly with all popular Ruby frameworks. It automatically instruments and creates beautiful dashboards for Sidekick, ActiveJob, and other integrations. Visit appsignal.com to learn more. And be sure to stop by AppSignal's booth at the Rails World Conference in Amsterdam this year. Ruby on Rails has introduced a new test helper uh, that's called capture underscore emails how do you use this test helper and what's what's this new uh test helper about well the way you use it is you call capture underscore emails and then you pass it a block and inside of the block would be the code that when run would send some emails in the test environment and like the name implies you capture all the emails uh, that are sent inside of the block so if whatever you do in the block sends five emails capture underscore emails will capture them now when you have these emails captured you can do like lots of stuff with them you can test the number of emails that were captured and then for each email, you can, um, like when you have it captured, you can test its subject or body or whatever you want to um, um, test. So you could do something like capture underscore emails, pass it a block, assign the whole thing to a variable, and then you can call your sessions on the variable that uh, contains the capture underscore emails. This is, in a way, quite similar to what a set underscore emails does. Except that, in my opinion, capture underscore emails looks more elegant and sort of like we should... It looks, it looks like something we should have had a long time ago. Um, but yeah, we have it in Rails now and it should be... It should be 
available in Rails 7.1. Um, if you check out my Twitter account, I've posted a snippet that demonstrates uh, this uh, more easily. So if you want to check out that snippet, you can check out my Twitter account. And I'll also link, uh, of course, to this PR in the show notes. Well, that's it for this episode of the Rails Change Log. Talk to you in the next one.